Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Edward's Review. Oh, wow. Four days until Halloween, and I actually messed up a little. <laughs> Let me explain. Normally, I would go after one episode, one movie to review deeply and all that. Or go after a trilogy or a whole film, film series, as you recently you know, listened to a prior. I assumed that today's episode was going to be another, just a single episode, if you will. But I, um, I actually put down for two. <laughs> so, uh, let's go, go into it anyway. Um, the first movie is Trick or Treat. Uh, wonderful cast. You have Anna Paquin, um, several other characters. Um, the, uh... The premise of the movie is dealing one fateful night of uh, Halloween and things are like supernatural and everything, right? Uh, there's also another movie that is Trick or Treat, but that's a punk uh, rock 80s movie that deals with a. This one both. No, this one deals with a lovely little uh, pumpkin head, if you will. That pretty much tells the story of all things go bump in the night. So, okay, let me go ahead and recap for this film. Uh, we're introduced with a couple coming back home from a party. And they're, you know, going to be going inside for the night. But the lady of the house decided to like, hey, I'm going to take down the decorations before tomorrow. Because it seems a little bit tacky and all that. But... The guy of the house saying, no, no, just leave it up, leave it up, you know, it's a tradition and all that. So, of course, she doesn't pay attention and she promised him uh, a nightly fun. And he's like, uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll change my mind on that one. And it's really that bad if someone is, like, going to change their mind about getting the decoration down for the night. So, she go ahead and blew out the candle... Which is a no-no because you're supposed to leave it out uh, throughout the night uh, and let it die. You know, let the candle die, if you will. Uh, but, you know, that's me being a uh, Halloween superstitious. So, of course, um, he's prepping. He's getting ready for nightly fun. Whereas the... Um, Whereas the uh, lady is the uh, lady of the house decides to take down some of the decorations, but it's dark, you know it's creepy as it is. So you know you've got to make sure you be careful in what you're doing, right? Sure enough, uh, as she's taking down a little bit of more of the decorations, something pops out of the box, attacks her, and makes her unalive, scaring whatever remaining trick or treaters that was on the street. Uh guy actually fell asleep uh, during this whole uh, fiasco and wondering like, huh, where would she be? She's supposed to be here in bed right now. So, turns out uh, there was a huge decoration that he doesn't realize and doesn't look familiar to him. So he pulls down the sheet and reveals his his wife's body. Unalive and dismembered. Which brings us to our title card. Now, this film has a lot of different things happening. And it should be like an indicator after the ratings on it. But if... Okay, I'm going to step out of the recap to tell everyone this. If you have young kids and you are advising them to 
be with you and all that. Make sure you have two things in mind. One, view the thing before you view it. <laughs> because it tends to like miss if you think like, oh no, it's just, you know, massacre and all that. No, there is some other stuff. And second, make sure that the kid understands that there is some scary parts. Scary parts where they they would not understand anything that would scare the bejesus out of them. That being said, back to the back to the movie recap. So of course we're brought to a uh, few hours earlier from that event to uh, last minute customers decided to put on a Halloween getup and all that. Of course uh, we're meeting with this little group that deals with uh, trick or treating and all that, and she's and they're like, uh, let's go ahead and have a party in the middle of the forest and all that. And the youngest in the group was like wondering, like, uh, okay, but I don't have a date. So, she's basically going with, go ahead and get a date. We'll meet up with like later and all that. And then we're, uh, meeting another group of trick-or-treaters who is collecting pumpkins. Oh, wait a minute. I totally forgot about the principal. Craziest thing for that one. Which is, um, a trick-or-treater decides to knock all the pumpkin decorations, all smash and all that. And then we're brought to, you know, uh, Mr. Wilkins. And he's noticing this kid like, hey, even though it's a night that you kids can be mysterious, I want to talk to you. And sure enough, you know, this kid's like chowing down on his candy while he's giving him a lecture about etiquette of Halloween. Especially the one number one etiquette that I'm even surprised that no one does, but I find it in my little tradition to do. Always check your candy, because you never know what's in your candy, alright? There's already enough scary stories to scare other kids, like there's a razor blade in an apple, or um, something tastes awful in some sort of candy. Yeah, that's, that's not cool though. So... That being said, uh, we are brought to the detention where the kid didn't check his candy, so <laughs> ergo, an aliving time. So he said, Mr. Wilkins decided to try to uh, dispose the body, but he's being stopped by other trick or treaters. Uh, his son, uh, his next door neighbor, and then he's like, oh, screw, screw today. This day is, like, bad. And his kid scares him to the point where we're seeing, like, furious rage in him, you know? Which is not cool. I will admit that. So, assumingly, you know, Mr. Wilkins uh, was going to do something. Uh, like, unalive a kid. Again. <laughs> uh, sure enough, uh, him and his son is practicing... Uh, carving and we we as the audience assumed that he was going to do something to his son but it turns out he was not doing that to his son he literally helps his son with his carving on a live head if you will then brings us to the kids with the pumpkin and then you have a uh, Asperger's uh, child who who's properly saying, yes, you can take a pumpkin as long as I come with. And it's cute, it's adorable, you know, a kid. 
going along with other people and, you know, have holiday fun. Uh, one of the kids bring the other kids to a desolated rock quarry, if you will. And this rock quarry was supposed to be like a, a edge of a cliff of a pond, if you, if you could say that. But it's so dismantled, like it was once one time a cliff, but now it's all like rock quarries and all that. So, sure enough, um, there's slowly the descent and all that, and then they're like, okay, let's go ahead and place the pumpkins for retribution and all that. Sure enough, one by one, before the Esper kids gets down there, they realize that something's wrong, something's happening to the other kids, and they don't know what. So, it's pretty much basically a prank plague wrong when the uh, kid with the Asperger's uh, accidentally uh, hit her head, causing her to be uh, hysterical. And one of the kids realizing, like, this is not right, this is not cool, we gotta stop. So, of course, the mean girl in the group... <laughs> Decides like whatever, we'll stop. Just you know, don't forget the pumpkins and all that. Sure enough, they forgot the pumpkins. And what should have been a false Halloween movie or a Halloween tale turned out to be an actual tale. Because when they mention about a bus driving off the cliff. There's literally a, dis- a dismantled, rusty old bus that is, like, peeking out from part of the edge of the, uh, little pond, if you will, little, little lagoon, so to speak. So, uh, each kid gets unalive, uh, off-screen by the ghouls of the, uh, bus, which is the former kids with special needs which is very bad <laughs> so they're slowly get unalive little by little until whatever is remaining heads to the lift and the Asperger kid is in the lift so what does she do was a perfect revenge on those who doesn't respect the holiday and, and somewhere uh, in that she escapes knowing that there's a spirit of Halloween, if you will, is watching over her, like an like an angel of uh, mercy, if you will. But uh, between each and every uh, story of that one, there was a story with uh, a guy who's a vampire uh, who's unaliving a woman. But uh, we are also meted with the city's festivities, and then you burn into the couple that we saw earlier in the film in that. Well, that story becomes also included with the, uh, the, uh, girls with the forest part, party, if you will. So, she's being followed by Fangy Guy. And she's, you know, she's, she's like, playing coy, she's trying to protect herself and all that. Until, you know, there's a point where she's like, I'm not liking this, this has to stop. And, of course, things get... Harry. Of course, the girls at the party is wondering where she's at, and then all of a sudden, uh, a body falls out of nowhere in the same red cloak that our little Red Riding Hood was in. 
Yeah, turns out Fangy Guy didn't live that long. <laughs> and the Little Red Riding Hood was a little bit of a red, red herring in there, you know? Because all the women in that group have unalive dates, and they're literally a cult of werewolves. Which brings us to the final tale of that one. Whereas this old man really doesn't like Halloween. He dislikes Halloween. And then all of a sudden he's been approached by the spirit of Halloween. Little Sam. And, you know, he's giving, he giving this guy his business. He's like, he's like, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not just going to hurt you. I'm going to dismember you and all that. He doesn't say anything because, well, he's a creature of the dark. And sure enough, uh, in some twisted tale in a way, this is the actual bus driver that will survive that plainful, like, death in the bus. He was able to escape... However, got paid for delivering uh, bad news somewhat to the kids. Now the deal was supposed to be they get rid of the kids in some manner or form. Not his intention, but still. But even so, the kid in the bus, during this time, found himself freeing himself out of his, uh, his little um, holdings, if you will. And try to proceed driving the bus on his own terms. Yeah, funny part is, this kid does not know how to drive. Like, literal. Like. <laughs> and, you know, one thing led to another. The thing was supposed to be uh, some sort of kidnapping, get away from the parents and all that, right? But it turns out that this kid just ends up making it a suicide, if you will. This precedes him being the most hated guy for Halloween. Oh, until the end of the film where the kids get their just desserts. That leaves that end of that one. The second part uh, is Tales of Halloween. Another one, a phenomenal casting of all things. And there's only a few stories that, that draws out more to me than the actual film itself. Uh, starring Erin uh, Cahill, best known for her uh, Power Ranger roles, but other roles as well. Alan Shea, we all know who she is. She is the phenomenal old lady, or the kind lady, if you will, uh, in, in Insidious. Yes, that kind Lynn Shea. Um, there was a few others, but to get to the film... I literally had to remind myself that it's one thing over another. And it's it's something because how I see this film, there was a few things in there. Oh, uh, Boo Boo Stewart. This is before his uh, Descendant role in Disney to uh, the end of Twilight. But he's still a young man in this, so bear with me. So, this film kind of gives us an introduction of uh, many things. Uh, one tale comes from it that deals with uh, an old 
and woman, if you will, a ghost. Uh, crackles in the middle of the night, and when you turn, she gets you. <laughs> and then there was this uh, tale that a woman can't uh, can't be pregnant, so to speak. So she is being a little vengeful, doing the whole um, the whole like uh, Hansel and Gretel kind of deal, and she's the witch, literal witch, by the way. And, you know, like the story, Hansel and Gretel, uh, sadly, this one ends with <laughs> the guy being in the oven and uh, the witch melting. I know, one whole tale. Oh, of course, there's, there's like a few quirky ones, like um, this uh, parody of uh, Friday the 13th, Hatchet kind of deal. Uh, unaliven a uh, victim and then get get somewhat of a visit of an alien visitor wanting to do trick-or-treating but has nothing so there's like a parody for that one um I forgot also this one person's name Serena Vincent and she and in this uh this segment of the uh movie she's at the end where there is a uh disgruntled uh, organic pumpkin starts unaliving uh, people. Sadly, it unalives her husband who's carving out the pumpkin, causing his demise. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's a bit of a bonus. So, I mean, trick or treat uh, is just as same as Tales of Halloween. But it doesn't give us that linear story that each story is connected. It just gives us a different aspect of the same day uh, with different tales. And the reason why I chose these by accident on one day uh, is because these are anthology films. These are something that has multiple stories in one. And I certainly do like that. And that's phenomenal. That's great. That's like, wow. So, as I'm uh, bringing towards the end, uh, I do thank you guys for listening these out. And if you are planning to put these in your marathon, uh, I'll start with putting these in like different parts of your marathon, like in the middle. Because uh, that way you won't have that feeling with... Oh, great. Now I gotta watch this and then have to watch that. No, you just can take my suggestions and you either heed them or don't hear. You know, I'm just putting these out there because I, for one, am doing my own little marathon and <laughs> I'm slowly down on the wire on how I'm putting this all together before ending up with a big thing. So, of course. I'm coming to an end of the episode, so I thank you for listening. Uh, Always appreciative. Uh, You guys have a great day. And as always, until then, have a good one. See ya. Hey, guys. I want to thank you for uh, listening uh, to my podcast. I'm also known known to be over at not only Spotify, but as well as, oh wow, I'm also on Spotify, Breaker, 
uh, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Public uh, Radio Public. So yeah, if you guys uh, want to keep on uh, listening, uh, besides me covering certain stories, uh, just shoot me a message on my review page uh, over at Anchor.fm slash uh, four slash Edward dash Castro five. That is uh, C A S T R O, and as a joke, no relation. <laughs>